I hate poetry. And I love poetry. And today, we're completely naked. Speak for yourself. I've got my glasses on. <laughs> what did you think of the last one, first of all, Chai? What do you think of the poems that our, our audience submitted? You know what? I was really worried we were going to get, like, <laughs> a lot of... No, I'm not, you know, some people, they could send things in that were just awful, either as a joke or, like... But they didn't. The All these people sent in, like, really serious poems that actually were really good. Um, and I was... <laughs> it makes me happy because it, it makes me know that um, hopefully we're reaching the types of people we want to be reaching. Charlie's so, saying he's proud of you, like, if you're a special needs class. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm very proud of all of you. You all get a, you all get a gold star. Oh, no, not the gold star. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised, to be honest. I had very low <laughs> expectations. I think because, the, because, I think because the internet is like the wild west of creativity, right? right. Like, you can have people send you things and go, look, listen yeah. to my band. And it could be amazing. Yeah. Or it could just be like... The worst thing, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah, be. No, I get that. But, but I was really impressed. Really impressed. So for this one, we're going to crown the best poet of this episode. Uh, yeah. From the people that have... Uh, yeah. The best poem that we, we yeah. think is the best out of... We're, we're going to give you a crown. <laughs> not literally. We don't have a budget for that, but... No, sadly not. not Metaphoric. Not, you know, Due to legal reasons, that's a joke. Um, but <laughs> We're going to crown Miss Poetry. <laughs> Miss Poetry, even if you're a man, come on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Step it up. You've got to embrace your feminine side. Yeah. Uh, Let's start with a short one, shall we? This one's called I Point at My Quiet Self by I.D. Brannan. Brannan? Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Brannan. 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 I.D. Brannan. He's getting a lot of plugs on this show today. He is, isn't he? I did too much here. <laughs> I point at my quiet self. I point at my quiet self. This gun, that's also me. The barrel B, but just my mouth, that says humanity. And what I speak, I can't take back. This power, truth, or lie. My quiet self, forever gone. Within another's eye. Wow. Initial thoughts, Charles? I really like it. I think it's interesting um, the way that they've described themselves. Like they have yeah. quiet. I point this at my quiet self. Right. So it is, yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really, really intrigued by this. I think we should go line by line. Yeah. It is quite a short one. And I think it does repeat itself. Um, and I, I actually didn't have to, I don't feel like I have to analyze this too much to know what it's about. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. it does speak for itself. I get an idea uh, of free speech from this. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Go, go on. <laughs> go, you, go. You, go, 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 go on. Um, go, go on, young chap. <laughs> I, I, I feel, especially in this day and age, right, you can, um, someone can dig up a tweet from like 10 years ago. Um, uh -huh. Although I say this and I feel like a lot of people, even when I was like, what, 14, 13, like I feel yeah. like, yeah, I said some stupid stuff, but I wasn't like an outright racist or anything. Or do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I yeah. think there's a difference between that um, and also just saying something that's stupid that you think is funny at that age. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I feel this is very much like, you know, your words can backfire on you like a gun. Okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah. you're like pointing at your quiet self to say, do you know what? It's better to stay stay quiet. Just don't say anything. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's better yeah. to uh -huh. 
to stay quiet, even if it's the truth about something or something you want to say. But I, I would argue this is this is a bad thing, right? If you've got something to say, you got to say it, right? And that's the whole point of freedom of speech. Even if it's stupid, so yeah. that other people can then judge you and say, he's a stupid person. Look. Yeah. So, okay. I, yeah, I, I, I totally, yeah, I totally understand that. I think yeah. like what, what you're saying is like, you know, the, the court of free thinking and free, like, you know, free speech. Yeah. People, the other, you put it in the middle and everyone judges it and they, they go, oh, was that an cle- interesting, clever thing to say? Or was exactly. that actually lunacy? Or was that racist? Like, yeah, I, I definitely feel that from this. It's like, I really like it because it sort of points at we are two separate people. We are the people yeah. that we are when we're quiet. Like when you don't share your opinions, mm. people think a certain thing about you. As soon as they hear those opinions from you, yeah, they suddenly cha- it changes. So just like this sort of metaphor of suicide, right? It's mm. basically like he's got a barrel to his face. To his and face, that, yeah. That quiet, that, the quiet self yeah. dies, right? Yeah. So is my quiet self forever gone within another's eye? And you have like, I love that. It's like the gaze of someone else that you change in their mind, right? So yeah, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think, I think that's why I really like it because humanity when it says you know that it says humanity mm. you say something stupid right that's the human humans are flawed we aren't perfect and we live in a world where we're expected to be perfect or expected to be at a certain place and maybe some people need to be brought on and actually it's better to have a conversation with them rather than to just like shut them out or cancel them or sure or whatever you know so i i think you're, i think you're right i think you think it's i really like this one Bang on. Let's uh, just go line by line, see if we missed anything. So I point at my quiet self, this gun, that's also me. So he's like kind of, he, he's, he's like a gun owner, right? That's pointing yeah. at himself. Um, but he could sort of shoot himself at any point yeah. if he's too loud. Yeah, exactly. He could shoot himself in the foot or in the yeah. face. or in the and face. It's, it's almost quite a, yeah. a surrealist image, right? It's like yeah. I, I sort of imagine... Well, because the barrel is his mouth. It's yeah. almost like his mouth is turned around on himself and like yeah. in a weird sort of surrealist way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Mm. The barrel be just my mouth that says humanity. And what I speak, I can't take back this power, truth or lie. So, yeah, it could be anything really, can't it? You know, I said mm. about a truth, even if it's to empower someone or to empower a cause you might yeah. you know even if you think something's right you know i, I feel like a work setting is perfect for that right um even if you believe in something that's right it's mm. it's it's a, it's a more difficult approach with what what you can say and also if you're on the right status right so for example um in one of the companies that i do social media for i was i posted about a black lives matter thing i shared mm. um this this girl's tweet about um about it was like stats about how many um black you know black americans are shot every day mm. uh, yeah. from police brutality mm. so i shared that but that's obviously me working as an employee in a very very big operation right that's not like the ceo sharing that so there's right. there's also a level of um you know yeah what status or what power you have to say that truth or lie right that's kind of yeah. what i got from it yeah definitely I, th- I think it definitely is a poem that feels like we're always being watched. We're always being, yeah. you know, like it's that court of human opinion. Yes. Sort of thing where, yeah, you come and you say your bit and then people think, oh, are they crazy or not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I would rather know. I would rather know if, if that person 
I don't know. I think quiet is such a suspicious word when someone's quiet. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather someone be loud and say what they wanted to say than quiet. Because mm. then you overthink, isn't it? What are they thinking, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? There's something yeah. sus about it. Yeah, if people are quiet, then, yeah, you, you potentially, they're being obs- they're observing, aren't they? they? They are objectifying you yeah. whilst being, like, not letting you objectify them. Like, yes. because they're not, they're not sharing to the same extent. Oh, that one's a good one. I think that's definitely going to be a contender for the best one of this episode. Isn't that right, Charles? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, good. I like it. Short but sweet. Short but sweet. Just like you. Let's crack on to our <laughs> next poem. Let's crack right on, as they say. I don't know who says that, but they say it. Okay, um, so this next one is called The Siren Song by J. Daniel Cruz. One by one, my queer peers succumb to your seductive call. Your promises, your lies, whisper sweetly at our ears. You say, come one and all, come and be free. And I see them perish, one after another. I too fall captive of your beautiful promise. Come, there is no pain here. Come, there is no hatred. Come, there is only bliss. Seductive, your voice edges us to come along. Awake, my friends! Resist from this siren song. It seeks only to cheat and destroy. Beckoning, the siren song continues its goal with sweet promises of oblivion and peace. The only thing that keeps my feet anchored in are the voices of those whom I most love, saying, we need you. Don't go. Stay here. Goodbye, siren song. I shall ignore your call. Perhaps I'll hear your melody again. Perhaps I'll hear your melody again at the bottom of a bottle of rum. I hope I don't, because I'm afraid of getting too close, of retaking what I once chose, of ending my existence in the void. Oh, I get Ooh, some really like this. big Pirate of the Caribbean vibes. I didn't know if there were ever sirens in Pirate of the Caribbean. I didn't even know there was, but um, was there? Uh, I don't know. I've seen the first one, and I oh. think that's it. So, right. so I don't know. So you didn't you didn't get the opportunity of being disappointed by them year after year. Then that's good. No, sadly not. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I know that like there was the big octopus face man, but apart from that, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is really interesting, and I think I I like the like the, all the sirens were in the Odyssey in Greek mythology, right. where um you know they they call to sailors. Um, interestingly. Sounds like this was written by a man. Sounds like it might be about... <laughs> Probably. Homose- well, no. Yeah, you know, you know, like, it's J. Daniel Cruz. It could be Jennifer Daniel Cruz. That's true. Like, That's true. Uh, but I'm going to assume, because there's Daniel in there, that it's a man. Yeah. Uh, however, you know, it says, one by one, my queer peers. So, you know, it's talking about people who are, who are gay. Um, and, you know, depression and things like that. And that's interesting because sirens, like, you know, they they call you to your death, don't they? Do they? uh, Oh, yeah. In the Odyssey, it was a boat full of men that they were trying to draw towards them. Um, And Odysseus actually ties himself to the mast. He makes all the other sailors stick, like, stuff in their ears. Right. And he ties himself to the mast so that they can row by and he can he gets to hear the song but he never actually gets to follow it basically right um so he sacrificed story. for the people to get away right no so he he ties himself to the mast so that he's not drawn in cuz if he he hadn't been he hadn't tied himself to the mast yeah. he would have swam towards them and died right okay sorry yeah, it's yeah, so no, seductive. I get that. okay 
Yeah. So he just wants to hear it, basically. Sure, sure. Um, but again, I think that's a nice link there with the Odyssey. You've got a boat full of men that can potentially sort of relate to, you know, the, these gay people who potentially are, are men, but also potentially women. Sure. Obviously, you know, yeah. both both exist. I I love I love the idea, right, of like the sirens getting it wrong, and um and I'm sure that would have happened often with sailors, but they're in their boat. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> what <Okay>. that <laughs> um, and literally, they're like, "All right, there's men that we can kill." I don't know what the yeah. sirens' objective is, but they go, you know, the, yeah. the, the the ship comes by and they draw closer, and one of them goes, "Oh, hang on." They're listening to Ollie Murs. There might, be, you know, they might not be straight, right? <laughs> and then them coming up and drawing these gays in, and then the gays going, "Oh, you got such nice nails," and you know, like they have a proper nice chat. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought that'd be amazing. That's kind of what I'm imagining, like a gay parody. That sounds like something's beeping in your room. Sorry. Um, I think that's a hilarious point, and that sounds like an idea for a sketch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. Gosh. They, all, the, all the sirens become like, you know, girl best friends to <laughs> yeah, their, yeah. To their, their oh gay best God. friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be, be amazing. Yeah. Do you want to come, come to Athens and go shopping? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, no, I love it. I, I love the, like, I, and it's definitely got a piratey theme to it. The whole rum and the, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sailing. Y- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. Come and be free. Um, Anchored. Yeah, yeah, I love that. What was so? What was the point of the sirens? Were they just? Was it like a danger, like um, a killer whale or something, or killer shark? Yeah, so they they they're basically like evil fish witches, essentially that sing, and they look beautiful. They look like a mermaid. It's the siren is sort of linked to the mermaid in that Mm. way culturally. Um, and they sing and men are drawn to their beauty and drawn to their beautiful song. Yeah. And then when they get up close, they realize they've got massive, horrible teeth and they get eaten by them. Right. So, so the sirens are looking, it's like, it's like an angler fish, but yeah, you know, they're sort of luring things in to eat them. It's a very long poem, but, um, it is, there's a few things like, obviously it's, it can be literal in a sense that, um, the mm-hmm. whole pirate, the pirate thing, I don't know why it's pirates. Are so, maybe, maybe that, that, that's how, why, why sirens maybe in the pirate era were seen as anti-heroes. They're killing pirates, mm. you know, picking them off. Um, I really see other things in this as well. And I think this goes with the other poem potentially as well with, mm. like you, you could kind of see siren as fake news and, uh, how people sort of align their political interests, something quite extreme. Like if it, mm. if it sounds good, like the singing, it sounds good, it lures mm. people in and it makes yeah. sense. They, but the only difference is they can't see, the siren's actually changing and actually biting off their, you know, personality or morals or whatever it is. Um, mm, yeah. That's kind of how I see it, right? It draws you in. All right, come and be free, you know, come and, I don't know, you, yeah. could, you could change that in so many ways, you know. Um, yeah. It implies that you are not free, right? Um, and I think we see that in a lot of political discourse. Yes, yes. Um, for example, like the, the coronavirus stuff, we, we're calling... You know, the day when all the restrictions lift, we're calling it Freedom Day. And it's sort of saying that we're not free now. And it's like, well, actually, we are free. Yeah. We're just doing things that are exactly. keeping us safe for now. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, it's that, you're right, it's that sort of fake newsy type. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a lie, essentially, sure. right? It's sure. A, it's a sweet, a sweet lie. It's, it sounds, you know, like, 
people are more interested in what sounds good to them and what makes sense mm. to them than the actual truth. Because yeah. I don't think people realise, but the actual truth isn't isn't meant meant to satisfy your ego or align with what you what you've always believed in or what you think is right. Like no. I think people have forgotten that phrase "the truth hurts," right? Not all the time, oh, yeah. but some of the time no. it does. Sometimes you yeah. just don't want to like the Trump supporters not acknowledging Biden as their president. Right, <laughs> is a great example of you know what I mean. Exactly. Even if it sucks, that's mm. the truth. Exactly, exactly. So. I, I, I love this, this, this poem. Mm, and I love, I, I, you know, yeah, I love the sirens being sort of fantasy. But again, it's not about the sirens. It's about the song. And I like that. Mm, yeah, it's, it's about the, you know, I mean, songs have lyrics, right? Exactly. It's about the words of the song and yes. whether you decide to believe them. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I often, I often have that with songs where I really like a song and then I find out the lyrics and I'm like, oh. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What if sirens are misunderstood? Because uh, it's almost like the song, because the song is speaking to them, saying there is no pain here, no hatred, only bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What if there's a perspective, another perspective there with the sirens? I don't know. Well, I think this song as well, this song, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I th- it's, it is a siren song. Yeah. Uh, I think this poem obviously is about self-harm and suicide i think mm. ultimately as well yes uh and it's and it's about not being lured in by that and so again it's 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 almost like that that quiet place like in the last poem you know it's like he's let this build up in this quiet place and then suddenly he reaches out to friends and yeah. they're telling him you know we need you don't go stay here you know we yes. love you um and that that gets rid of that quiet place it, it gets rid of those thoughts that were swirling around that they yeah. thought were true and they're yes. like, oh actually that thing that was in my head is not true and I need to free myself from it. So yeah. I, I really like that. I think it's um yeah, I, I it's quite deep and personal, I think, so to the to the writer. It's kind of like depression is the modern day sirens, almost. Yes. Yeah. That's that's I think that's the message of this poem. That's great. For sure, or one of the messages. Nailed it, mate. That that's a that's great. I really like that. So this is called "If Our Eyes Could See" by it's an Instagram username called at poetry underscore the underscore rear. So, if our eyes could see, by poetry the rear. <laughs> Sorry, if our eyes could see souls and not bodies, I wonder what our reaction would be like. Would humanity finally believe in the term religion? If our eyes could see, see souls and not bodies, we would never be lonely. Some may even be tormented and go crazy. If our eyes could see, souls and not bodies, I'd rather not think for. I do not want to see this, the evil souls that roam around this earth. I do not want to see the soul that pry upon naive souls. Our eyes are fine, and for my mind's eye see a lot that my words can't begin to express. Sorry, it's really weirdly structured, so it's hard to read. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, mm. I think there's a lot of depth to this, so let's go line by line and see, uh, mm-hmm. let's do it. see what we can do with this. If our eyes could see souls and not bodies, I wonder what our reaction would be like. Hmm. It feels like, have you ever seen that film Shallow Hal? I haven't, no. They, they did this film where, so basically he's like a really shallow guy. Shallow guy. Sure. He's just looking at looks, basically. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, then he gets knocked on the head. Yeah. And it's like 
his brain has changed so that he can see like people's souls in a way like he can sure. see he sees them their their beauty if you like reflects their inner beauty so then he's looking at these girls he's been looking at and like who were sort of it's a bit of a problematic film now i think because <laughs> i think it's a bit it's a bit two-dimensional like it's basically like oh all these pretty girls they're yeah. like horrible inside yeah, and yeah it's like well that's that's not true no. like that's just like you know it's not nuanced enough sure. but yeah then he falls in love with this girl who um like and, you know, she's like the prettiest girl to him. And he's like, right. oh, my gosh. And then he gets bonked on the head again. And it turns <laughs> out that she's this is the problematic bit. Like she, she's like quite she's quite large. She's quite like an obese girl. And but he like she's like, hey, I love you anyway. Right. Um, and yeah, it's so like. Why don't he just bonk himself again? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, that's the premise of the film. But oh, I, it, it's, it, it's just a strange... It's, it's a bit problematic nowadays, I think, because it's sort of... And it's interest, I think it's interesting what it's trying to do. Anyway, this feels a little bit like that way, yeah, sort of saying... More refined. You know, if we, if we could judge people by, like, their insides or maybe their actions, sure. um, would, would we make better decisions? Probably. Um, you know, yeah. like would would we would we live life differently? I think so. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I I like to people watch, and I think um, you know, as a creative, especially as a writer, I think you you people watch a lot when you when you sit in a coffee shop and yeah. try and sort of you know decipher people and what where yeah. they're going, what they're doing. And I hate to be wrong. <laughs> like oh, I, yeah. I I think I'm like Sherlock Holmes when it comes to this. I go, oh, um, <laughs> you know, she's uh She's in a nice suit. She's got an expensive necklace. She's got, she went to Costa Coffee, the more expensive one. Like she's going back yeah. to her law office. Like, I, I want to like, I like to think I'm right. And if I knew I was wrong, it would change my view of what, how I see. Because in comedy, you have to stereotype people to a certain degree. Like mm -hmm. you have to make stereotypes and you have to create them. Even if there isn't anything there, like you have to make yeah. something that's relatable, especially when you're doing stand up and you're picking on the audience, that kind of thing. So yeah. um, I yeah. felt this would screw a lot of comedians over. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you could see right at them, it's a bit too deep, you know? Yeah. Like, what if you, like, just insulted Mother Teresa or someone like that? Exactly. And you're just, like, yeah. the whole crowd's like, eee, she, like, know. you know, feeds hun hungry children and, like, <laughs> you know, has saved, what's yeah. it, people from war or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, that, I think it <laughs> it does sort of eliminate eliminate that, doesn't it? I yeah. love that. It's Mother Teresa's subtitle, Feeds Hungry Children. Feeds <laughs> <laughs> Hungry Children. So uh, I guess in that sense it would be it would be scary, but uh, yeah, let's carry on. Mm -hmm. Would humanity finally believe in the term religion? This is an interesting bit, isn't mm. it? Yeah, because I think that word religion has so many meanings. Sure, is it a positive meaning? Is it a negative meaning? Is it is she talking or he or she? I think it's a, is it. I don't know. Rhea. I thought it sounds like a female name. Yeah, anyway, maybe, maybe the the poet. Uh, <laughs> you know, like what does that mean to them? I think that's quite vague. Sure, I would like to interrogate that a bit because is she talking about you know god mm. like are you saying like if you could see people's insides yeah like would i don't know well yeah. souls is a very abstract thing right you yeah know, it's not a scientific body part or whatever it's something that yeah. uh, people associate yeah. with your moral compass and who you are as a person right the base yeah um yeah of who you are so i think she's validating the idea that if we could see souls then yeah. it would be a religious thing, right? Because it's not a science, it's not a scientific right. thing and it's not something you yeah, could yeah. 
um, bring into uh, real life as you can picture it now. Yeah. But also, I like I I really like the idea of would humanity finally believe in the term religion? Because I feel like the conversation, um, like I I have a, a you know I, I have a, a split amount of friends, and I have um religious uh friends who say oh there will be a judgment day and that kind of thing, and I also have mm-hmm. friends uh, who are from a very sort of scientific background and say oh well science will outprove well will will prove that religion's wrong um yeah. at some point, and I actually think. None of none of those are right. I feel like whatever science advancement we do, there yeah. will always be religion. People will always find a meaning in religion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, do you know what I mean? There'll always there'll always be some sort of uh, you know, it's, especially the Big Bang. Like, how did it all start? Like, we know mm-hmm. we know how we, we you know we know how many when the gases were introduced in the universe and how that was created. We still don't know what yeah. started it. So, do you yeah. know what I mean religion always gets an at, uh, to some degree, so I don't. I don't think science will ever destroy religion. No, and and I think just because you know the component parts of the universe sure. doesn't doesn't necessarily mean it's sort of like saying, oh, I'm going to stop liking cake because I know what's in it. Sure, like yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, a great know, example. I I, th- I think I think uh, it's it's much more nuanced and difficult than that. Yeah, we need a whole podcast about this, Charlie. <laughs> we do. Oh my gosh, we I need hate to the universe. <laughs> yeah, I hate, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If our eyes could see souls and not bodies, we would never be lonely. Some may even be tormented and go crazy. Now, I think this is really cool, right? So mm. this is going back to like a sci-fi, sciencey film or whatever, science fiction. Sorry, um, it's like you know, it's like the bad people are finally punished, right? So if you could see people for who they are, obviously no one's going to yeah. want to know the nasty people, right? Right. They would be punished in their way. I don't know if you've seen Black Mirror. No, I haven't yet. I've been wanting to, though. Is it good? Yeah, they are quite good. But I won't spoil it, a particular plot. Yeah. But one of the technologies is that you can block people in real life. Like, you can... They'll oh, wow. be, like, blurred out and they can't... You can't hear what they're saying. So it's almost like nice. a... Like a... <laughs> yeah, it's horrible uh, when you see it in how it's done. <laughs> but um, it's almost like blocking someone on Facebook but in real life, right? That's the idea of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I feel like it's very much like this in a way because, you know, those people that are... Te- they can't hide behind anyone. They can't hide behind anything. People mm. know who they are instantly. So no one's going to yeah. touch them. It's almost like a prison for themselves, right? Wow. Yeah, that's... That's quite deep. Now. I know, right? <laughs> I, I think that's quite interesting, this yeah. thing of, um, you know, being able to see the evil people. Are we essentially, is this poem essentially saying, like, we get to see the truth of people? Sure. We Like, it cuts through all the, all the fake stuff, and it's, you can see people's motives exactly. You can see... Yeah, I think that would be really, really intense. <laughs> it is really, yeah, I think it would be really intense. But also it goes back to the subject of, well, what's right and wrong. And I, I think there, I think as you, you know, as you grow up and you learn, I think you can, you, there's definitely people that are definitely like, you know, bad people. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is that bad people are very rare, I think. Like to meet mm. someone genuinely nasty is still quite rare. And I think most people yeah. are fine. Like if, you, if you stop someone on the street, I think they're fine. Um, yeah, and that that that's why this this system wouldn't work. Is well, if they've done some bad things, they've also done some good things. Who are they? You know what I mean? Are they good? Or are they bad? Are they neutral? Like, yeah, it's more nuanced, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's the bit where it would torment and people would go crazy mm, because it's so difficult to tell. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think everyone's the bad guy in someone's story. 
Oh, I don't think I don't think you can help at like some that. point in your life, whether it's like an ex or a sure. person, or whatever. Like you, you did something to whether it was on purpose or not. Yeah, they may just then perceive you forever as like this horrible person because of like this one action, right? Sure. I think I think that's um yeah. That's, I think this is really really interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be so difficult to choose a poem. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> if our eyes could see, souls are not bodies. I rather not think for. I do not want to see the evil souls that roam around this earth. It's almost better in a sense, isn't it, that you don't know how bad people can be. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like at the beginning of this poem, before we just had the conversation we sure. just had, yeah, I was actually thinking. It would be great to know who you should avoid, right? Yeah. If you could, like, you were talking to a builder, for example, and <laughs> we're moving house, so I'm thinking very much in the space of moving and building houses sure, and things. Sure, sure. So, you know, if you, if you met a builder and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have this done within a week, and it was like a little thing popped up above their head and it just said, liar, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm, I'm not going to go with this guy because, exactly. you know, he he's not telling me the truth. Right. Um so I I don't know. I, How do you redeem again, yourself once you black once you're blacklisted? That's the other thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's it. And like, it's difficult because your actions are your reputation in a way. Right. So it would have to, unless it's like a Facebook feed where it shows like your last ten actions in a little <laughs> bubble. Or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a black mirror. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I do not want to see the souls that pry upon naive souls. Our eyes are fine, and for mind's eyes see a lot that words can't begin to express so he does kind of go back or they they go back on what they were saying right like yeah, yeah this may not be a great idea after all yeah yeah it is interesting it's like they've processed it as they've gone along yes. right they're like i love i love this be like yes exactly it's <laughs> like a yeah it's 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 like your mind going through that uh kind of like a simulation of thinking if okay i've got this idea could it work you know yeah Exactly. He's like, okay, never mind, never mind. Forget <laughs> I ever said anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this I I yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, it's really an interesting concept. Good, and if and if it doesn't, even if it does become our pick for the today, if it even if it doesn't, go and talk to Charlie Brooker and get it in Black Mirror. Yes, do. <laughs> but yeah, I I I think this is great, and there definitely needs to be a. A f- another film that doesn't fat shame because yes the, yeah like, exactly that's the yeah it's a very problematic film i also yeah it's just i mean yeah i feel like someone from a school wrote this i don't feel like an actual adult sat down and wrote this screenplay i mean again the shallow how do you know what i mean it's obviously a guy that's i don't know i don't know let's not promote that film anymore <laughs> no let's not no I, I think they liked they liked the concept and then right ran with it it was more about that but yeah we've underestimated our audience charlie again like <laughs> again yeah these, yeah. Are, these, these are just as good as the last ones if not better it is in some in some aspects i know I i'll probably get a bit of hate from saying this but i think some of these poems have been better than the ones that we've covering normally you know the ones that have <laughs> a big name and you know what i mean yeah uh-huh. i mean there are so many poets obviously that were always undiscovered and never um, you know, became hmm. big, big poems, and people didn't know who wrote them. But um, yeah, I feel like a lot of these people, you know, they're doing a good job here. And I think, um, yeah, yeah definitely. I think I've enjoyed this episode and the previous user-inspired episode way more. Like yeah. User-submitted episode, sorry. Yeah, you know, like, w- like way more because of that. Because uh, yeah, I think the writing is superb. 
I'm, I'm really, um, yeah, I, I'm finding it really tricky to choose, to be honest. It's time, Charlie. we got to choose one. This is uh-huh. it. Okay. It's difficult. It is. It's really tricky. Um, um, oh, man. Right. Can I have two? <laughs> How does this work? We need the drama. We need, we need Jack. That's what we need. We need Jack to come back and choose one. We do. We need, but, we need his fridge. We need to put them on his fridge. Was it his fridge? I can't I remember. Or was. his toilet, something. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to vote for one. And then... I don't know how we're going to do this. <laughs> no, me neither. Okay. I'm going to choose If Our Eyes Could See. I just think that was really good. Um, and yeah, is a great idea for a sci-fi film that should definitely be done properly this time. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well done. Well done, Poetry Daria. That was fun, man. It was really good. I, you know, I'm really glad people keep sending us poems. I see our emails like yeah. blowing up all the time on our Instagram. So exactly, um, you should definitely go check out our website, ihitpoetry.co.uk, and on there you'll find all our social links. Um, and send us poems. Send them yes. through the website. There's a page on there. You can send your poems in. We're gonna try and do a few more of these. Yeah, we, we, we've loved them. So thank Absolutely. you for sending them in. We we love we love the poem submissions and I think they're better than the normal ones. So yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. We'll keep doing episodes. I do miss doing my own poems though, Charles. I got to admit, you know. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe next episode we'll bring we'll bring one of your your poems. Yes, yes. I'll um, submit myself a poem. <laughs> submit yourself. That's oh, it. Yeah, that you one's gotta, terrible. <laughs> you've got to do it through the website, Dylan. We can't we can't do it otherwise. So, know, submit it course. through the website. Yeah, I'll email myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.